welcome to the first episode of the Calico Cast. I'm Terrence. Hello. Hello. <laughs> you want to restart? Well, no, no, yeah, we definitely restart. Uh, it doesn't matter. That is not happening. Let's just, let's just keep going. It's fine. Okay, keep this that is the in. first just keep going. of Calico Cast. This is a podcast yeah. that doesn't have a lot of preparation into it. Yeah, it's just us talking about things we like. It's the first you one. Know. We gotta figure everything out. We don't know how to start it. We don't know what we're gonna do. We're just gonna yeah. talk in the Skype. With a yeah. shitload of background noise, we got fans, we got water filters, yeah, we got, got loud ass chair. This chair or yours? Mine. Please. You, you, didn't, you didn't introduce yourself, Robert. There, you just introduced myself. No. Okay, let's just talk about some stuff. <laughs> myself is Robert. I'm just gonna start. Okay, so I, lo- I found yeah, this start. news story, which I am very excited about. Are you excited about it? There are rumors. Rumors? That Green Arrow might be coming Green to Arrow. the DC movie universe. And we can get rid of Stephen Amell, yay. Thank, yay. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't hate Stephen Amell, but... I He's a national like, treasure. I just He's don't bad. like Batman Arrow that they have on the CW. Yeah. You don't like Green Batman? No, I don't like Green Batman. You don't like, you don't like Felicity and Friends? I haven't watched an episode of that show, so I have no opinion either. But think about it. Okay, then like, the new Justice League movie. If like, cause Ben or Bruce Wayne's gonna go around like asking a bunch of heroes if they want to join, and I'm sure some aren't gonna say yes. Like, what if Green Arrow isn't? Like, remember in First Class when they went to go see oh, Wolverine? Wolverine's like, fuck off. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's gonna be a couple people who are like, no, get out of my face, and then later they'll like join. She's saying we get Matt Damon. To come in as Green Arrow. Yes, please. Oh. No, he's per- he's fine. He is fine. He can be the same. He's get, the same uh, as Ben, kinda. Get uh, I feel like it should be someone like a little younger. Get like, what's his name? I almost said Norman Reedus. That's not right. Uh, get uh, the guy that plays Jamie Lannister. <laughs> no. Yeah. Get Charlie Hunnam. Neil Patrick Harris now. Charlie Hunt. Neil Patrick Harris? Yeah, he's, he's a Sons of Anarchy guy. Oh, okay. Never mind. I thought you were talking about Charlie from Always Sunny. That's like, Jesus. <laughs> oh, like Green Arrow? <laughs> See, I think this is great. You know how many heroes they could have that would be like, no, I'm not joining you, no. Bruce Wayne? Bruce Wayne? Yeah. Probably not very, uh... Probably not a very smart idea if he introduces himself as Bruce Wayne, trying to recruit everyone. Yeah. Everyone just says yes, they're just like, oh, you're Bruce Wayne, yes. Yeah, what are they gonna do if he says no? the world's fucked. He knows he, he, they know he's Batman now. Well, they don't know. He's, he doesn't, I assume he doesn't just tell them, like, off top. Yeah, probably I, not. I think not. Ezra's... You think they probably recognize him. Where he threw the... He's the only one that figured, yeah. He tried to murder Batman's him. just going around to each person throwing bat- batterings at him. Just like, join! He's driving into their fucking skull. <laughs> Except for Aquaman. Aquaman looked like he was going to kill him. What if, what if Batman couldn't really tell it was like Ezra Miller's character from the video, and he just like 
went around to like a few other people and just threw a battering at their fucking head. <laughs> and there's just like dead people, I don't know, in back alleys now. Like, oh, where, people did, neck where did this dead body come from with this throwing star in its head? Maybe I don't know. No, maybe that's why there's no Wally West. Batman actually like, killed him before he got his powers. Oh my god, I would be so mad. <laughs> I would be so mad. He'd be pretty fucked up. <laughs> he was about to, like, feel the speed force and then just, like, battering the fucking head. Oh shit. Well, uh, I guess, I guess you weren't the guy I was looking Bye. for. Later. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Did you see that post on Instagram about uh, Batman v Superman? <laughs> with Batman calling, oh, what is it? It's like when he's coming into Metropolis and Superman's destroying everything. And it's like him talking to Alfred. He's like, Alfred, I need to go into Metropolis. Superman's destroying everything. Bruce, no. Why? It's a Robin factory out oh, here yeah, bruce it. no <laughs> bruce oh, yes robins i can get <laughs> so it's a robin factory god damn it <laughs> bruce, no bruce yes holy shit bobby that is a perfect okay. segue <laughs> into There's so many orphans so many orphans you can beat into sidekicks dude what is that black little girl he found in the first in batman v superman that's the next robin oh gary Kelly. I feel like they might do a Carrie Kelly dude to be like progressive, you know? Oh, you know, more more homage to the Dark Knight. I think it's more progressive. Cool. I think if it's more progressive, they they make a Big Hero Six kid Robin. That'd be amazing. Ro Robin, did you watch the video? Yeah, Ryan. Ryan Potter. Yeah. So, what do you think? I mean, he looks like him. I don't know. Like, I could totally see him doing it, but I haven't seen much like Tim Drake stuff, so I don't know. But yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to. Why not? So like, where do you think the universe is right now? Like with Robins and everything. Like with Batman. Like in the movie universe? Yeah, where I think we it don't know be? a lot. Yeah. We just know there's a dead Robin. I feel like it should be in a point where it could either be... What is it? Uh, he could have Damien and Tim Drake. But I mean, it'd be weird trying to explain where Damien comes in. But Tim would be really cool. And then you could have Nightwing. Like, that could have, like... They don't have to explain a lot with Nightwing and everything. It's just, like, he's Nightwing. And then, Tim, it's Robin. And then, if they did, like, Under the Red Hood thing, they could already have, like, a full Bat family going and everything. And then progressively add people. Like, that'd be really cool. Like, I don't see it being really hard for them to add, like, Tim into it to be the Robin. But I could see why they'd want maybe another one. Yeah, see, what I was... What we were talking about... Uh, earlier, what I was saying was I think it's at a point where um, Nightwing, Nightwing's already been established, like you said, like he's already out and about, and we've already lost like Jason, because you know there is a dead Robin, unless they make it so that Dick is a dead Robin, which I wouldn't like, but I would hate that. Yeah, you know, who knows? Dead <laughs> probably make me hate. You want that fine stuff in the grave? But yeah. No, I, I think he definitely doesn't have Tim yet, I would say. One of those things with, like, the whole Bat movies, there's a lot of potential to make the Bat family and to, like, create a whole storyline behind Batman and the characters in Gotham and everything. But at the same time, there's a lot of potential to just miss it all. Like, they could just straight up leave those as Easter eggs and not do shit with it and be like, oh, well, Nightwing's a character, but Tim Drake is nothing. 
and that what is it jason todd reference was just a reference it means nothing like that's all it is like there's so much potential for it to be something but at the same time it means there's also a lot of potential for it to be nothing like they're hyping everyone up making us think it could happen at the same time if it doesn't is that gonna make the movies like less good because we were hoping for something else Maybe. Expectations can like kill a movie. Yeah. Because I'm happy Deathstroke's in it now. I was hoping I had all these hopes for him in Suicide Squad, but I don't give a shit now that he's even in the universe in general. I'm so happy now. But yeah, if I get any kind of like reference in the Batman movie whatsoever, that the Batman movies will like continue as a story of Under the Red Hood, or if there's even like a reference that Jason is out there at some point. Then I'll be satisfied because I know that he might come in at some point. But if it's just not explored anymore, if it's just like he's dead, that's it, then I'm be pretty sad. Because mm. it's been like, is it two movies now that they've referenced that Jason is pretty much dead? Yes, yeah, so I feel like nothing. they're slowly building because each movie has a little thing about it, you know? Yeah. So There's like a quick reference in each movie. I was telling Kenny this earlier, like, Jason comes back, and Batman has Red Robin, Tim Drake, and he's like, you replaced me after I did. Yeah. That yeah. just adds another layer, dude. Like, oh. That's why I think Tim would be perfect. And it'd be really cause... cool, because then we don't have to do... I, I wouldn't like, in movie form, the whole, like, Under the Red Hood Joker arc, because I would feel like doing that and leading into a good relationship with Batman would be weird. It's too long of a storyline to explain how going from him being pissed that he didn't kill him to yeah I'll work with you now it'd be easier dealing with the you replace me with another Robin and kind of getting over that than you didn't kill the man who killed me issue yeah I still think Joker should be involved at least in some capacity if they do that you know I hope. I he's, really he's, a, he's, he's a huge part of, like, what that character is, of Jason Todd. But, um, what I was saying earlier, I think Jason, I mean, I think Tim is really good for, he's really good to counterbalance what they're doing with, um, this version of Batman, who's much more, like, you know, he's dark, he's gone over the edge, and he, he needs, like, a partner to ground him, which is, like, you know, Tim Drake is perfect for that, because that's the whole, that's part of his origin, is that he was man. He managed to figure out who Batman was just by himself, but so by his own detective skills. And he realizes, oh, you know, Robin hasn't been seen for a long time. What, ha- what happened to him when he confronts him? And he realizes that, he, you know, he needs he needs a partner to like help him uh, rein him in, I guess, mm. so he doesn't lose himself. Oh man, that could be so good. But see, this is exactly where I think. The DC movies may be, I don't know, failing and losing or like getting hate for is that they tease things and they do things that could lead to so much potential, but then fall short so far. Because like what they did with Batman v Superman was the whole like, oh, this is going to be a a somewhat uh, retell of Dark Knight Returns in a way. And it kind of went in a different direction than that. It was more of a building up the world and then we had a little fight and then suicide squad oh i really liked it but it was it seemed like 
they wanted all these characters and everyone to have like an important role, but they mainly focused on like two people. And then when they advertised for the Joker, he wasn't into that much. So it's like they give us so much potential, but then when it comes time for it to like for them to show it, they fall flat every time. They fall short. It's like hmm. I don't know. I think with the Joker, I think with the Joker thing, that is more to blame with uh, how much they cut out because there was a lot of Joker in the original movie until it got cut out. So I think that wouldn't isn't totally on. It would be more on Warner Brothers' half, like their their fault instead, like whoever's in charge of the editing of the movie. But if they but keep doing that, then that's gonna screw them in the long run, because that's when they make the most money is in the theater. And if they don't like what they see in the theater, why would they spend even more money later? Because it's just like, what's the point? I mean, it's just gonna add a few more minutes to the movie. So why would I spend a few more dollars just to see a little bit more of what's basically gonna be the same thing? I still think, yeah, Jared Leto is an incredible actor. I feel like you give him to Ben Affleck, dude, you can get an amazing Joker out of him. Oh, definitely. And we could have gotten that amazing Joker, I think, but it's not. It wasn't, I mean, we, we got, I thought we got, like, an adequate Joker. Mm-hmm. Not like, probably the best or anything, but uh, he sufficed. But it's one of those things where, like, I would need, I need to see more of him to get a really good impression of him. You know, it's like it's like when you uh, it's like when you see uh, part of a movie but you don't see the whole thing, so you can't get a good impression of it as a whole. I feel like that's what we got with him specifically. Mm. And I also want to to go back to Tim. I want because Tim is a detective, right? That's why he's there. Okay, I really want to see why Batman is the world's greatest detective because I feel like we don't get that. We get more of like the punchy Batman, like through every iteration I've seen. I really want to see like the detective side of it. I don't know. I'm just really interested in that. I feel like we got, we got a hint. Hmm? Oh yeah, we got a hint of it. I think in Batman v Superman when he was investigating Lex, but it's not like it wasn't the main focus. Yeah. Because people call him that, and I feel like it's a thing everyone says, but I don't ever really see it. And I feel Tim's perfect for that. Yeah, he's like a mini Batman. Well, they're all mini Batman. I've always liked the idea that each Robin represents like a different half of Batman. Mm. Like, like Dick is like Batman as the superhero. Jason is Batman like the vigilante. Tim is Batman the detective. Damien's like Batman as the warrior, like the fighter. That's what I think a lot of people are saying online, and I'm kind of really excited for Deathstroke in the Batman movie because you get like both the best worlds with him as a villain and Batman as a character as like the solo movie because there's going to be amazing hand-to-hand combat in that movie between those two and then there's going to be there has to be some amazing detective work in there because it's Deathstroke that's the tactician the Terminator he has to like just be on top of his game. So, Batman's yeah. gonna be able to, like, know what he's gonna do before he's gonna do it. And Deathstroke's not yeah. just gonna, like, not pay attention to that shit. So, I can't wait for that. That's gonna be so good. I mean, he's pretty much the, the anti-Batman. So, while we're in this podcast, should we talk about 
like projects are working on just so we can like maybe use the podcast as a way to keep track of our work and like what we're doing if you want you can like promote it when it comes out or you mean just like talk about it in the podcast yeah just like you don't have to specifically say what you're doing but you can kind of say like what you're working on and where you think you're at where you kind of want to be just so you can kind of see it throughout when we record the progression of work we've gotten with our projects sure well why don't we why don't we ask the audience oh okay. good answer Dude. thank you okay <laughs> but um uh yeah that's a good idea i think so i think like both me and terrence have some stuff i'm working on with kenny and kenny's been doing some art for us and at least for me there was something i was working uh, i had an idea like the end of last semester of college and i want to do something with video games music and everything and i'm not gonna lie this last month like uh that whole idea in my mind died but that art really? behind it is not died yeah the art behind it hasn't died i still have that theme in my head and i'm still keeping that theme but mm -hmm. i do know where i'm moving that whole story to and i just been since my machine started working for recording i've been recording uh I got two whole backtracks going for what I want to use that artwork for. So I have Kenny Outwood and Scott free time working on some art for me for, um, I think I'm either going to make it like an EP when I'm done with it or just singles again. That was the idea. I'm going to tell a story through singles with artwork that Kenny's doing for me. Or maybe I'll do EPs with the storyline through the stuff. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm just recording like a little little bits of things that come to my head that I want to put out there. They're just kind of samples and stuff. I want to see if I can get maybe samples going and somehow I think there's ways you can make money off of, you know, making samples that way, like commission or something. I tend, I want to look into it a little more, but that's what I have going right now. So why uh, video game music die? You're just not interested anymore? Uh, is more of like I got inspiration for it for a while. I got two things done, and then I was just like, I don't know. I got really inspired by this other stuff I wanted to do, this other recording I had in my mind, and video game stuff. It was just I couldn't think too well on different ways to do it. I kept going back to the same kind of loops for it, and I just was like, oh, this is killing me. Maybe I'll come back to it at some point, but it's just one of those things that, like, after so many hours and time just put into, like, doing it, it's like it all was messing with me and started to sound too much the same. I was like, I can't keep doing it. So I had to go back to messing around with some instruments again, and I was like, okay, this feels more right, and I can get something out of this a little bit easier than I could with, I don't know, messing around with video game music. It was fun, but I still have that whole theme behind in my head of what I want to do with that artwork, like really badly. So I know what I'm going to do the with it. The whole fantasy thing, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun. You should do a switch over to rap. You rap it instead. Oh, God. Well, I got really inspired. I want to do kind of like a, either like a funk EP and like do some music like that. And 
I was gonna either do it in an EP or single. I'm still debating on how I was gonna release it, but that's like as I finish one recording to another, I'm still editing one and recording another. So, mm -hmm. but that's when my machine decides to not be a piece of shit and work. That was a really annoying two months of not working. That was real fun. That's what I'm working on now. Yeah, but now look at you. You got that was, I believe. Hopefully. I believe. No, hopefully, yes. <laughs> you're you're yes man? Jim Carrey? That's a good man. Yeah, it was a good movie. Actually, I actually haven't seen it. But I hear it's a good movie. <laughs> I heard it was good. Like I like I asked my friend, he's like, is it good? I was like he's like yes. Man. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> That's my dad joke for the day. But yeah, it's hard. I've been working anyway. on stuff, but like I haven't recorded anything. I'm always writing different stuff. Like, for my next mixtape, which will come out within the year. But, like, I'm not happy with my equipment I have at home. Which kind of sucks, because I want to put out stuff. But I'm saving to go to an actual studio at my college. Because I want to come back better every time. Even though it's been, like, a five-month hiatus. I'm, like, always working to better myself. So, hopefully, I can get in a studio within the next couple months. That's just what I'm putting all my money towards. Well, saving, of course, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what, what specifically are you working on? Hmm? You enlighten us. Music mixtape? I rap, sir. And and I'm trying to sing, get better at that, because that's always helpful. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And doing some live instrumentation, not just like beats produced. Like real interest, you know, you feel that that soulfulness. Except mm -hmm. like Blue Brother's soul. I can't. What have you been working on? Hmm? What have you been working oh. on? Oh, uh, just getting better at like anatomy and stuff for my art. I've been taking figure drawing classes, that's been helping a lot. They ended recently, but I gotta go back in like September or October or whatever. But yeah, just like getting, just working on the uh, like character design stuff, making my own characters. Like I like been doing this stuff with you for your characters and all that, and that's been fun. But I'm also trying to do uh, just focus on like making original stuff. Cause I just do a lot of fan art, which isn't bad. You know, it's good to, like get an idea and like sort of like adapt a different design to something that like to an art style that I use or whatever. And that's a whole other topic in itself, it's just like developing art styles or whatever. It takes fucking years, and it's hard, and I change it every, like, second. But, that's pretty much my focus is right now, is doing character design stuff and getting your guys' stuff done. Because I don't want to be lazy and, like, fall back on it. Isn't that so, the yeah, craziest thing? It's like, trying to find mm -hmm. your own style in something? Because, you know, oh, you're yeah, always, definitely. like, pulling from people. I guess mm. that makes Yeah, I steal. Yeah, I steal from like, well, I mean, I mean, I mean, everyone kind of does this. Everyone just kind of like takes what they like from different art styles and tries to adapt it. Mm. Like, 
I originally I took a lot of like influence from like the Clone Wars and Rebels, like Star Wars Rebels, and a little bit of um some other stuff, like some more like I was trying to go for like a more cartoonish look, and that was alright I guess. I kind of now it's sort of a developed into more of a heavier kind of shading, more like uh like it's kind of cartoonish but closer to like comic booky kind of look. Like a lot of the, like I think I really, I really like the art style of Overwatch, you know the game Overwatch, and I, I really like try to take inspiration from that, as well as other sources. You know I like to use a lot of heavy inks, or not heavy inks, but like heavy like line work I guess, varying like some like like when you use a fucking what you call it, oh pen. I don't know why I forgot the word for pen, but when you like but um. When you like, it's like work, like more like kind of like, like the uh, heavy like, um, ballpoint kind of pen stuff. That's also what I've been working on, but um, it's it's just a, uh, I don't know. It's it's hard to like really kind of like come into your own with that kind of stuff, because you also gotta focus on working on your own stuff to make you look uh, to make you stand out, like your own like original work. You also got to focus on, you know, just getting better as an artist, like objectively, like your anatomy, the poses, the way you draw faces, everything like that. But I think I'm getting better. I feel like I'm better. I'm, I'm in a better place than I was a year ago. Yeah, isn't that the craziest mm-hmm. thing, dude? Looking back on your old stuff, like, wow, I've come a far, a long way. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like, I, my shit back at like, like, probably when I first started like posting online. That wasn't even really a year ago. That was like, well, it was almost a year ago. It was like last December, November, whatever. But man, that one is like cancer. I hate looking at my old stuff. I hate looking at stuff I did like two months ago. And this is this is something that I guess um, maybe you guys can relate to. I feel like can you you're probably gonna relate to this a lot. But the main reason I really hate college the most is because everything that. I don't know, I feel like I'm good at to some extent now and that I know now is because it's been self-taught and it's because I taught myself how to do it and it's my own way of doing it. And Kenny, I I still can't, like that drawing that you've been doing recently, that one I told you about, your Paladin one, it is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like you're progressing insane. And Terrence, you learn like your stuff on the DAW and how to record on your own, like really quick like all that stuff is crazy and the reason i hate going to college so much is because it takes so much time it takes so much time out of my day to do other shit when i could be like working on things that i actually want to do like later in life like i know it's education that's supposed to be like teaching me things for the future but it's it's like really like all this stuff that i'm going to school for if i spent enough time on my like by myself i could teach myself how to do this stuff but it's the fact that i don't know certain people in certain places think you need to have a piece of paper to tell you that you're qualified where honestly there's teachers teaching me things like audio engineers who don't have degrees who are more qualified to do this shit because they taught themselves in the industry yeah it's it's like i don't get that like I'm taking a class right now about using, what is it, uh, soundboards and DAWs and MIDIs, and we're having to make drum beats and stuff off of uh, MIDIs, and 
all mine are off time, but when I record, all my shit sounds in sync. And it's because I never really played with a click, but I could always time things together when my when I'm playing on my own in my head. Like my things could be on time for me, and I could make my things align for me because that's how I felt the sound. Like music was never on time for me to a click. It was never on account. It was always like, oh, this sounds in the pocket and it sounds on time for me. And when I listen to it back, it's not. If it's not a line, I'll re-record it, and I know how to make it in time for my playing, because that's how I taught myself. I didn't talk, teach myself to a click, but that's how the industry teaches you. And I know that's not where I want to be. I don't want to be in the industry. I want to be on my own, making my own shit. I want to be my own boss, doing my own thing, and maybe helping record other people. And I know people who have done that without having to go to school for this shit. And this is why it annoys me. Because I hate having to waste, like, I went on a rant before we started this podcast about all this fucking work I have to do this weekend because of a teacher fucking up on a website, so I have to deal with a shitload of homework. This is all time that I could be spent working and editing and writing music and shit, but no, I have to deal with trigonometry, I have to deal with psychology, like, I'm not going to be a psych major, I'm not going to be a mathematician. Why do I need to spend so many hours? I have to waste an entire day. I've wasted my whole week this week doing nothing but math and psych just so that I can catch up in school. Like, why? And I think mainly right now it's just so that I can comfort my parents in knowing that I'm getting a degree so they know that I they think I'll have a solid career when that's not really my goal is not to have a set career it's really just to be happy in what i'm doing so isn't that crazy like the same i'm really just going for my family which is i don't know if that's good or bad way to live but it's what we have to do i wouldn't i wouldn't really i don't know it's a hard topic and i'm kind of in the same boat it's like sort of the reason why i've been so hesitant about college is because i just want to focus on what i'm doing right now but also Mm. i know that I know that there are classes that can really help me in college, but it's also it's all this other stuff Cause it's one of those things, like, that has nothing to do with what I want to do. It doesn't hurt learning from someone who knows more than you. Like, that's never hurt anyone. But at the same time, if you go out and if you find, like, seminars or you do classes like Kenny, you've been doing and whatnot, you can find people who are more knowledgeable than you in what you're doing yeah. who can teach you these things without having to, like, go spend hundreds of dollars for classes and all it takes is doing that and making connections to get you places it's like going to these places learning and improving on your own can really get you someplace rather than spending i don't know so many years of your life to get a degree and then have no actual experience and not having actually i don't know fine-tuned your what is a profession or whatever you want to do is this yeah. really annoying it's really un- it's, it's really unfortunate too like a lot of companies will just um they'll hire someone based on like you know their degree and not actually on their talent like there's a lot of like animators that i know of or like artistic people that like you know they have like bachelor's degrees and from like really like like expensive schools but they're not nearly as good as like some other people that i know like some other people online that poster stuff that work every day 
that like have this amazing smooth like this animation or like it's like the beautiful art you know mm. you know they just I probably think, like learn on their own i think getting your degree maybe secures a more solid income and a more solid life but it's like do you really want a more secure life or do you want a life where you're happy about what you're doing and you're more satisfied with the work you've done and how you lived your life up to a certain point because I, I, I don't know it's just it's really weird because it's really scary to think yeah i really don't want to be going to school i want to be like fine-tuning what i'm working on for the next few years and then figuring out how to put myself out there but at the same time that's such a huge risk you don't know if you'll make it or not yeah, it's just yeah. something you have to dedicate yourself to to figure out yeah I mean, ideally, you would have both. Like, you like what you're doing, and you're proud of your work, and also it's a secure thing. But I think, especially with um, artistic sort of job, like you know, music, like art, animation, all that, it's a lot of it is luck above everything else. Luck and talent. You know, like, that's what like you just have to be like. You just have to try your best, and if you fail, you just gotta get back up and keep trying. I'm starting to become one of those people. The more like I read shit that believes that talent is bullshit. There's some things that are kind of like the oh you're naturally talented in some things, but like if you work enough on something, if you try enough on something, then you can blow somebody with a lot of talent out of the water. Like yeah. I've read books on biographies and people who have literally played an instrument since I don't know. They started high school, then dropped out of high school. I kept playing that instrument, and then this person became Dimebag Darrow, or this person became like Eddie Van Halen. It's like mm -hmm. this person, and people will say these are talented guitarists. No, these people have played guitar since they were like 12. They aren't talented. They have just played this instrument almost all of their life. They have. Yeah spent every moment of their life playing and fine-tuning this like how they play same thing with eric clapton it's like it's not talent this is just time spent playing and perfecting it and how did they get famous because they were good at it and because they spent the time and effort to get there yeah. that's why i really really like when kevin hart says that the famous his famous quote or that a lot of people want to be famous but nobody want to put the work in they yeah. I feel not enough people work for things now. I don't know. I feel like it's getting lost in everything. Like everyone tells people, just follow your your dreams, speak it into the atmosphere, and it will happen. But they don't also tell them that you have to work at it nonstop. Like, mm. logic says you have to want success more than your last breath. That's just a quote I like to, to keep mm. on my mind. I truly believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Which I I mean I'm I mean we all work hard, you know we do our best. We're getting there. I feel like I could be I could be doing better, but that's just like the procrastination that just sets in sometimes. Just gotta fight it. Yeah. It's easy to do nothing and to sit there and just go to school and get a degree. It's hard to work every day. It's something that. You're not good at but you want to be at some point in your life it's hard to do that every day of your life so that you know at some point you'll make money and you'll be famous it may be scary to think that at some point you know 
you may have to put yourself out there. You may have to put yourself in situations that may be frightening for you, but if it's what you know you want and you don't like the situation you're in now, it's something you know you have to do. Right. Yeah, that's a good quote. I should quote you there. It's funny, I'm listening to you, I'm listening to you say this, and I'm looking at your Skype picture, and there's a plane coming over, I don't know if you can hear it, but... It's really hard to take him serious with that rabbi right there, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, totally, I'm just staring at that fucking rabbi that looks like... It's like fucking Ned Flanders, Frost the Nostalgia Critic. I wanted to change it back to Bill, now that I mentioned that, I forgot. Bill, freaks and geeks. <laughs> no, that show is so good. I still need to watch it. It's so good. Kenny, just just put it on your list. I can't remember. Didn't you I didn't it get canceled too? Yeah, it's only it only goes canceled. up to like yeah. It's like one season. So it's like where all those people started out, like Seth Rogen. That's where uh, uh, apparently Seth Rogen and James Franco's manager met, and they were like, yeah. or where they met, and they became friends because their manager hooked them up or something. Yeah. They've been fucking ever since. Damn straight. That's what we need. Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. Played by Booster James Franco and Seth Rogen. <laughs> oh, Who's who? I could see oh. fucking James Franco as Booster Gold. He's got that charisma that, like... He's got the smile. Yeah, the smile, man. No, yeah, Seth Rogen would definitely be Blue Beetle. I'd be down for that, 100%. Kind of kinda dumpy, you know? Oh, a, little, a little bit too old for this. Yeah. I still hope that's gonna be in the DC universe. Please don't make it a standalone. It, you know, we we got uh, you know Jeff Johns. You know he'll he'll make it right. Jeffrey Johns. Jeffrey R. Johns. You know I've I've been thinking throughout this whole podcast. We've been talking about things, but we should probably say that a lot of stuff we're talking about is like comic book stuff, and like you know, like games and all that. So if you don't understand. If you don't know anything about comics, it might be a little confusing. You're like, who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is this Tim Drake dude? <laughs> it's fine. We'll be under a. It'll be in the description or something like that. Yeah. I'll put us on yeah. entertainment TV comics or something. I don't know. Is that how it works? I never posted a SoundCloud. Uh. I can't remember. But we'll be. Not answer. Trust, oh, okay. trust me. Trust me. Speaking of Jeff Johns, <laughs> did you, Robert, I don't know if you did, I know Kenny did, hear about what he said about DC films and everything? Oh, uh, I think I, Kenny yeah. mentioned something. To him. Yeah, like, how I got the quote right He here. said that, um, oh, you can do it, yeah. Mistakenly, in the past, I think the studio has said, oh, DC films are gritty and dark. That's what makes them different. They couldn't be more wrong. Shots. It's hopeful and optimistic shots. view of life. <laughs> Even Batman shots. has a glimmer of that in him. If he didn't think he'd make tomorrow better, he'd stop. Which is, ah, oh, that's so good. That last sentence. Oh yeah, because I, I saw you guys mention that or something, and then you mentioned how that was a great quote, and there was a quote I saw that day on Instagram that I thought was an amazing Batman quote. It was, I was unprepared one day, and I swore that would never happen again. And it was just him looking over, like, his parents' grave. I was like, oh, damn, that's pretty good. That's good stuff, man. It sounds familiar. 
I don't remember. That sounds, sounds like it's from the animated series. I could be wrong. How do you feel about DC becoming hopeful and optimistic? Now, obviously, people are like, they're becoming more like Marvel. Jesus, DC's becoming Marvel, which I don't think so. But what do you guys think? No, not really. They, they've always been different to me. But, um, I mean, yeah, I like it. See, I never even thought they were like, I mean, they were obviously darker, but I never really thought they were like more, I know people will say like more realistic, but I never thought that. I guess it's the thing where people get the whole like DC is darker idea is that their villains seem a little more sinister than a lot of like Marvel villains, and their characters yeah. kind of seem to have a bit more of a tragic origin than a lot of Marvel characters. Where in reality, it's like I don't know Marvel characters. They de like almost any comic you can pick. They're gonna like destroy an entire city. And you, they don't give a shit about casualties. Like, what? In DC, there's kind of precaution taken for, like, everything. So, I don't know. I don't really see DC as much darker. There's constant, I don't know, proof of these characters having some kind of hope. I guess you can say um, darker. I mean, I feel like people confuse darker with... Um more uh realistic but even then realism doesn't come from like the way like the Nolan movies did it where there's no powers or anything you know it's like if it was in the real world I think realistic comes from the way that people react to these things like realistically how, how would a person react to like an alien like Superman coming to our realistically how would someone react to like a guy who dresses up as a bat and beats up criminals in the night like in Batman v Superman, like when he's rescuing all those, uh, I think they're like human trafficked victim victims or whatever. But when he's rescuing them, they're like, you know, they're more scared of him than the person that took them. That's a great scene. Or the cops yeah. are like, okay, you guys can come out now, and they they close the gate. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. He's hiding in the corner like fucking alien. <laughs> so yeah, I'm all for people being optimistic. I really just want Superman to be optimistic. Look, I'm really scared. I hope they don't change Batman too much. Like, I don't want him to be like cracking jokes, which they won't. He can smile. I mean, like, after everything's yeah, done. Yeah, they can't smile. <laughs> he can give a little smirk, you know? A little smirk. A little sly smirk. Yeah. I think, I think they're definitely going that route Superman, from what I can tell. From what I can speculate and gather, but I could be wrong, you know? Yeah, I just say, things are looking up, you know? They're gonna knock a movie out of the park soon. A universally loved movie. I can feel it. Things are coming up Millhouse. Yeah. I still say the one thing I didn't like about Suicide but like, I love that movie. Uh, the only thing I really didn't like was the Leto Joker. I'm so much faith for the fucking Aquaman movie. You got my favorite director on that shit. Oh, James Wan? Yeah, buddy. We should watch Conjuring. It's gonna be terrifying. You should watch both of them. The second one is fucking horrifying. I went to the theater with that, and I was like, holy shit, no, I can't. I can't. I could probably know because I know what's gonna happen, but, like, at the time... Like, this is the one thing that sucks about horror movies is, like, they're amazing the first time you watch them, 
you don't know what's gonna happen and you're terrified but then after that you're just kind of like oh yeah 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 but conjuring has still got like very creepy and good moments in it that's just like holy man he made saw too right hmm yeah yep. he did yeah he made saw so he did Netflix do the series that i'm just kind of like eh about it's fine he can make because the ocean is terrifying so he oh god, dude! That. He's gonna scare the shit out of me because that is the biggest fear. I swear over anything. Like I'd rather get shot in both my feet and probably the hand than be stranded in the middle of the ocean or go like in one of those like submarines that just go so deep in the water. Like I'd take bullets over that. Jesus, yeah. The ocean is terrifying. Like the um, I think there was one thing where uh. The some con some country I think it was the U S they sent like um like a camera down as like far as it could go I don't know how like deep it goes like you know probably you know thousands of feet or whatever but something grabbed it and took it and they don't know what it was it was all commanded don't worry they stole it they didn't mind now they were good they're they're fine they're right? with his wife they're fine what do you mean it was oh, just the, a camera the people there's a yeah, camera the oh it was a camera okay no, it's just a camera they sent down, yeah. Like GoPro or whatever. But, yeah, it's, it's like, there's like, like, there could still be dinosaurs down there. They're like, have been around for millions of years, but they're just chilling down there because we, you know, never I mean, bothered fucking them. Fucking sharks are dinosaurs. They've been alive forever. Well, I mean, yeah, you know what I mean. But, like, a megalodon. Like, are those things still kicking? I'd like to find out. Imagine. I wouldn't think so. I'd think they'd have, because sharks have to have, like, a certain amount of water they can swim in and i feel like even as deep as the ocean gets there's not nearly enough space for them to have to move around yeah probably like i feel like by now we probably have seen some amount of like fossil or corpse or something yeah it's like the deeper you get not only do things get bigger but things get weirder looking like the fucking angler fish oh god dude And what the fuck is that? Yeah, out of any of the standalone movies, besides Batman, if I had to pick one, I'd see, I'd see the Flash, dude. I am so excited for that movie. Oh, the Flash! Oh yeah. I love me some Ezra Miller, man. You haven't even seen light. him yet. You're Those already excited. Two seconds in Suicide Squad. <laughs> That's two whole seconds. You got a bit. That was pretty good. There were two seconds. Two seconds. Two seconds. It's got the dope director. It's got, pretty dope. He's pretty dope. We got Percy yeah. Clemens. I think that's how you say it. Percy Clemens, yeah. Got Dr. Manhattan. Oh, he looks like he could actually be his dad. <laughs> it's gonna but be yeah. the rogues. Hopefully, Channing Tatum is as Captain, Captain Cold. Please leave Gambit, Channing Tatum. Please. Please, Gambit. I know he wants like it really bad, but I cannot see him as Gambit. I think that movie's hanging by a thread, dude. <laughs> like the director, like I think they had two directors, and the last one just left recently. Oh, because yeah, he left to do Deathly Dark. Of course, forgot. Dark Universe. What do you think of that name, Kay? Dark Universe? Is that what the official name is? Apparently. I, I would oh, just like Justice League Dark. 
think I, I don't know. Yeah, probably Death League Dark. But no, I'm excited. I don't mind the name really. You and McGregor Constantine, let's go. You and McGregor Constantine. I just want Zatanna wearing her top hat and uh and uh fishnet leggings, you know. That's all that's all a boy wants in his life. That's all I want. The the uh the goth girl look they went with her for Nifty too. I don't want to see it. So let's go off more like Super Teenage Witch kind of look. Not a meme. Okay. Mm. If you guys would allow me, can I nerd out about Atlanta for like a couple minutes and just tell you guys about it? Okay, yeah, sure, because I haven't seen it yet, but yeah, go on. Because I love it so much. I love it so much. You love Donnie G? I love, I love Donald Clover. Alright. So, two episodes came out, and this show is already amazing. Alright, the first episode is on, is on YouTube. Okay, so Donald Glover is a monster, first of all. Community, stand-up, Childish Gambino, he's gonna be in Spider-Man. Spider-Man. He might be Lando, like, come on, man. Okay. I, I'm sorry, I love Donald Glover. Okay, first it's a all- it's like an all-black cast, like the main trio, which is awesome, because you don't really see that that much. Okay, It tackles so many topics. I'm like so excited for what it's going to do for the rest of the season. It talks about white people saying nigga, because like, I've been Donald Glover character before, where this there's this white guy he's talking to, right? And he casually like calls him nigga, and Donald's like, what? And the guy just like keeps talking. And then once he leaves, he goes to like this black custodian and he's like, does that guy ever call you nigga? And he's like, no, he knows I beat his ass or something like that. <laughs> so like Donald's the one guy he says it around, which I've been that, that character m- many times before. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we won't, we won't name names or anything. We won't name, yeah. we won't name any. Any, uh, individuals? Like... And then, okay, I'll spoil a little bit, but... They- he ends up in jail somehow, right? And it just, like, tackles mental health, like, there's this mentally... Disabled guy who, like, he's in there every week, apparently. And, like, everyone's making fun of him, except Donald, who's like, he clearly needs help. And, like, something happens where the guy throws toilet water, like, on a cop. And then the cop just starts, like, beating him. It's like, it's powerful stuff. Jesus. It's, it's intense. And then they they talk about like transgenders and like sexuality. Oh, it's just, it's so good. You guys should watch it. I just like stuff that speaks out and it's in a fun way. Like it's not all serious. There's, there's some really, really funny moments in it. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely planning on watching it. Yeah. I see they already put him on couch gaming. It's on YouTube. Oh, you mean the rest of the episode? Caption. Yeah. I saw a commercial the other day. It just reminded me because I got a couch here and saw Grey's Anatomy. I was at like a restaurant or something, and on TV across like the room from me, there's this commercial going on. I don't know what it was for. It was like for some like hospital, something other. But I saw. Uh, two actors from Scrubs on there. It was, uh, I can't remember his name. Oh, God. 
the main doctor and uh oh Zach Braff. I think. No, 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 no. Uh, like his boss and oh, and Johnson JD McGinley. and his friend, JD's friend. You know what I'm talking about? Johnson McGinley. I don't know. He's black friend. The bald oh, I can't remember yeah, his name. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember his name. They were both there. I was like, wait, is this Scrubs? Is Scrubs coming back? What? And then it showed like doctors from Grey's Anatomy. I'm like, what the fuck is happening now? Oh, and it I just passed. And uh, and it was like an ad for like some what is it? Uh hospital thing like yeah. maybe in healthcare or some shit and i was yeah. just freaking out because i was like for a split second i was like scrubs no oh yeah so sad. Yeah, i had to go from health yeah really yeah i, I, I very, just literally looked up right as i saw uh what is his name the oh god what can i remember it's gonna kill me if i don't know his name oh god damn it Who's his name Oh, uh, Perry Cox, Doctor Cox, mm. and Turk. Yeah. Oh, it's so sad for a second. I was just like, oh no, Scrubs, man. I've never seen Scrubs. Everyone says it's amazing. It's real good. Uh, I remember, uh, I remember my sixth grade math teacher would like play on Fridays. They play Scrubs. The janitor or... was the greatest character in that show. Oh yeah. <laughs> what are you doing up there? I'm fixing the door. I found. Oh, maybe there's a penny stuck in there. If I find a penny up here, are you gonna want to put a penny in here? No. I'm gonna come looking for you if I find this penny. <laughs> Holy shit! I want the chip. That's lovely. It is, isn't it? Oh, and to go back to Atlanta, yeah. real quick. Okay, it talks yes. about like, the perils of of like fame in it, which you'll see when you watch it. But like, everyone wants something from the main guy who's like a popping rapper at the time because he's got a hit song. Mhm. Mm like everyone wants, there's either like jealousy or people are always wanting like pictures and you know people once they find out that he is this guy with the hit song everyone's mentality towards him changes in one way or another and it's really interesting i like the way they, they treat him just because of like his fame or whatever yeah that's a good topic it's good stuff man like uh yeah it's like a bunch of people just like start kissing his ass Yep. Oh, there's some yeah. funny moments. <laughs> you can see how two faces, the two faces of every single person. Jeez. Yeah, that's what fame does to people that don't have it. Like that me. That's crazy, man. <laughs> like, yeah. if I could just choose making money or fame, I think I'd rather just, like, make money and not have people know what I do. Yeah. Like, a lot of money. Not just like regular. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know, you're not like uh, gloating about being on that one show. Yeah, if you could make millions without being seen, that'd be crazy. Well, yeah. people do. <laughs> yeah. On the sidelines, you know. Do you guys know anything about this stuff with the S4 or S7 uh, blowing up or some shit? Yeah, the battery's what do you explosive. Mean? What the fuck is with that? Really? Yeah. Sweet, like Samsung dude. told people, like, just turn your phone off, we're gonna do recall soon. <laughs> <laughs> I keep seeing shit coming up everywhere about it, I'm just like, what happened? The Galaxy S7? Yeah. Isn't that what I have? No, like, is it really? The super new one? Do you have the old shit? Like it just came no, out? No, I got, 
I got one last year. This is, this is a year old, so I don't think so. This might be the S6. Yeah, I don't know what the new one's called, but it's it's blowing up. <laughs> yeah. Well. <sighs> Can you be careful? With what? I'm not. No, it's not exploding. It's over here before, but it's just I just put it down, put it over like some ice. Your phone's gonna blow up. No, that's fine. It's nice knowing you can. What do you guys think of uh, the iPhone 7 not having headphones? Like, why? <laughs> Wait, it doesn't what? It doesn't have a headphone port. I can't. I can't. I can't hear over Robert's asthma. It doesn't have a headphone port. No, you have to like buy an adapter, which is cool. ridiculous. Wait, you can buy an adapter. So you plug in the adapter, and then you plug. Everything's How does it work? like um, USB chips now. It's not USB, but you know the little things you put in your iPhone, little chip. Mm -hmm. Everything's that now. So if you want to use headphones, you have to get an adapter to put the chip in that you put your headphones in. If you get what Does I'm going mean, down. Wouldn't that mean you have to charge your headphones? No, you can just plug them in. Oh. But I think oh, the adapter's okay. like really expensive. That's so stupid. That's just trying to get more money. Yeah, I don't know why they would do that. I don't see the purpose. I don't know. I know, right? Like, Unlike Bluetooth imagine... headphones, you lose quality sound. Yeah. Anything could happen. You know, if Steve Jobs are still alive, you know what he'd say about this? Genius. Genius. We get more money. You know? Can I hate you have the... a Note 7? The Note 7? No. It's an okay. F7 Galaxy. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, go ahead, Bob. Sweet. I was gonna say, I hate that, like, all that they've really been changing with the last uh, few iPhones has been, like, camera and processing power and how thin it is. There's been really no changes to the aesthetics of the phone, other than maybe the colors and the cheap version that comes out with it, and the fingerprint thing. Like, I'm not a photographer. I don't give a fuck how good the quality of my camera is. Like, why the hell why can't we get any amount of innovation for this phone anymore? It's like all dying. Androids are, what is it, keeping up, man. I thought there would be more to the iPhone 7, really. I thought it would be like a game-changing thing. But I'm fine with my 5S, really. I want that one they came out with, which is the case of a... I don't remember if it was a 4 or a 5, but it's like the older case, but they take out the fingerprint thing. I think the camera's supposed to be less powerful. It doesn't have a... What is it? That, like, touchy screen or whatever. Like, depending on how much you touch on it or whatever. But it's got a faster processor in it and everything. And it's supposed to have all these, like, things inside to make it better. That's why they took out features in it. But it's in the older case. I'm like, I like that. I hate this one I have because I drop it once and it gets, like, a million dings in it. So it can never, like, survive outside of this case. I went and saw uh, Don't Breathe and it went from a, a, a good thriller to, like, the fuck am I watching? Like, oh, really? in an instant. Spoil it all for everyone around. Oh, please. Spoil it. Put spoiler alert. 
Do you really want to know? Because that shit is like, I can guarantee it will make this podcast go from like where it is right now to a whole nother level. Let's go. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm kind of I excited. I guarantee Let's go. So, while the whole thing's going on and they're trying to escape and everything and that one kid gets shot and they think that... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Dude, that's in the fucking trailer, man. Yeah, but you gotta introduce these characters. Here's the one thing that I think is really cool about this movie, is that a lot of these characters don't have legitimate names. Uh, Some of them are just like, like, what's his name? The military guy from Avatar, the blind guy? His name is literally Blind Man. He's never has a name throughout the whole movie. The guy who gets shot, his name is Money. It's just like a nickname for like the raw reason shit. Like it's Money. The guy who I thought was Pierce Jackson boy, but he's actually Goosebumps kid. I can't remember his fucking name, so I just call him Goosebumps kid. Goosebumps kid. kid. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up real quick. Like I feel bad because he's really that forgettable. I don't know. Like he he was a good character. He was cool, but yeah, he I just forgot. Okay, his name was Alex. Uh, there's Alex and there's Rocky. Rocky is the chick who was also, when we watched Evil Dead, she was the chick who survived at the very end. Oh, Jane Levy, yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, okay, so money gets shot and yada yada stuff happens, and they figure that the only way out is through the basement, and then there's a cellar door that they saw on their way breaking in. Uh, after the blind man is like, locked them in and boarded up all the doors inside and everything and so rocky the chick gets the money and they go into the basement and everything and when they were coming in uh what is it money notices or not the money rocky notices that there's like a bell set up in the kitchen with string uh going like into the ceiling or into the wall and like it was just really weird, uh, and like we didn't think much of it because you just said, oh, maybe it's like a doorbell or some shit. But the reason they're robbing this dude is because, uh, oh, what is it? A f- like a year prior or so, his daughter was killed in a hit and run by some like preppy rich girl, and uh, they basically paid him off in like a settlement or whatever, and and the rich girl got away with killing his daughter. And so he has a shitload of money in, like, somewhere in his house, they're assuming. Because he's the only one who lives in this, like, piece of shit area in Detroit. Like, all of Detroit. And so... Yeah, exactly. What's it called? Uh, so they go into the basement to escape. And this is, like, an hour into the movie. And so far, it's basically been nothing but, like, trying to escape this guy and everything throughout the house and whatnot and just development of the characters kind of in the beginning and everything and they're in the basement and they get into this one room as the guy find like the blind man figures out or realizes that there's two other people in the house uh they get into this room in the basement and they turn a light on and there's some chick who lunges at them who's tied up in like a straight jacket uh, with her hands cuffed behind... No, her hands aren't cuffed. And she's just tied up in a straitjacket, and she's, like, muffled. Like, her mouth is covered. And she lunges at them, but she's, like, on a leash or whatever. And she jumps at them or whatever, and, you know, they're all scared and shit. And a bell rings from upstairs, and that's when the blind man realizes that they're in the basement order, right? 
and then they're freaking out like who the fuck is this chick who the fuck is this chick and uh, she pulls out a newspaper article she's the chick who killed his daughter and first of all fucking you know, she just kidnapped the girl who killed his daughter and yada 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 and he's just maybe been torturing her or whatever that's why she's down here no Please. what ends up happening later oh what you wait that that's not the fucked up part oh later uh alex goosebumps kid gets like knocked unconscious because he gets his ass beat and we think he's dead for a bit but now he's fine uh and rocky gets knocked unconscious and dragged to the basement and she wakes up in that same situation with her being strapped down and everything and the blind man explains to her because blind man accidentally kills the girl as they're the they like unstrap her and they try to escape and then he catches them and accidentally kills her the uh the rich girl he's been keeping captive so he like later on like back to where i was talking when he captures rocky and ties her up and everything uh he explains to rocky that he uh captured that girl because he felt that uh because she took his daughter it was only fair that she uh what is it replaced her and give him a new daughter and as he's talking about this he pulls something out of a freezer and he pulls something out of a freezer and then rocky's freaking out over there you know spazzing out and screaming like what do you mean and all the shit and then we finally clicked for us that chick was pregnant and then you look like the camera pans to what he's doing he's cooking and unthawing out his sperm and then he gets a fucking, uh, what is it, a yeast-based or whatever, and then mm -hmm. gets a shitload of it, and then he tells her that, what is it, you will give me a child, and then in nine months, I will give you your life back. And he cuts, yeah, he cuts a slit, you know, at a cooch, and then he's getting oh. ready to, like, shove it up in there, and that's when you realize that Alex isn't dead and he comes in and knocks him out and they make their escape but that's not the end of it because Alex gets shot in the fucking head and Rocky finally he finally gets to uh, get out but yeah it went from so the chick they killed she was two months pregnant that's not good man because the whole movie yeah. No, no, no. He didn't cut her. He cut her clothes so he could shove the fucking baster up her with his sperm. Oh, the turkey baster. Oh, okay. Cause Why doesn't he just... Oh, yeah. Because he was trying to convince, like, Rocky. He was explaining that he never raped her. He never tortured her or anything. He just wanted her to give okay. him back his daughter and all this shit. Like, he's oh, trying okay. to justify the reason that he's doing it and everything. Like, this whole movie, like, mm -hmm. up to that point, you think that, oh, the blind man's in the right and everything because they're breaking in to steal the money and all this stuff, and he's just living on his own, dealing with the depression of his dead daughter. And then this shit happens where it's like, holy fuck, he's actually insane. Yeah. And it ends really creepy because his daughter, or the, when they kills the chick, he, like, submerges her and shit and hides her under the floorboards. And then uh, how he dies is Rocky goes back and, like, uh, 
beats the shit out of him. And the whole point was Rocky wanted the money so she could escape with his her sister because her mom's abusive and yada yada that whole backstory. Mm-hmm. Like usual Hollywood backstory. Mom's abusive after divorce and alcoholic. Whatever. They're at an airport and they see a newscast where the uh, blind man ha- has been like, what is it? Uh, just picked up by an ambulance. And they're saying that he was robbed by two people, only two people. And they were saying that the story goes that he fought off both of the robbers and killed them because it was an armed robbery because money brought a gun in and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But he didn't mention Rocky leaving and Rocky never called in because she was the one who called the cops to the house. Uh, she never told them about the chick who was under the floorboards and what he was doing with her. So, yeah, I guess the whole and the whole end of it from like what me and my sister and my mom gathered is that the point of it being like really weird, like nobody's kind of like he didn't go to jail for what he did and she gets away with the money because the news report says that he reports that nothing was stolen, even though Rocky gets away with the money. It's the whole point that they were both even if she doesn't report that uh he did that to the girl and she's under the floorboards he won't report that she stole like a million dollars from him but that's the movie goes from really good thriller creepy movie to what the fuck is happening like in an instant a good what the fuck or like um, dude, the, the dude is cooking sperm on a fucking, what is it, uh, propane uh, oven or whatever, stovetop, and then just pulls out a turkey baster and is about to shove it up her vagina. Yeah, that's a bad, that's a bad. <laughs> that's a bad? <laughs> so 10 out of 10, Bob. So, 10 out of, yeah, 10 out of 10, Bob. 8 out of 8, great mate, great mate. I mean, it wasn't shit, I thought it was pretty Good. It was interesting. It's definitely worth watching because it's like it constantly keeps you thinking on like what the fuck is happening. Because you don't. Everyone in the movie is basically a piece of shit, honestly. Mm-hmm. So you, there's no real winners in it whatsoever. It's just more of who is the less lesser piece of shit. It's a it's a pretty interesting movie. But it pretty much ends like fucking, uh, what's it called? Goddamn it. Evil Dead did with the same cinematic shot on Jane Levy that Evil Dead had. Evil, yeah, Deadhead, so. Oh, okay. It's like the bottom up shot of her just looking victorious over thinking she's killed the main villain or whatever. It's like, well, this director really likes this chick. Yeah, kind of, yeah. What did you think of his Zac Efron Red Hood? Oh, I didn't see that. I like his design for Red Hood. It looks really cool. Harrington looks kind of weird the way he did it. I think it's because of the long hair. Yeah. Long hair doesn't work on Nightwing. His face looks huge. (laughs) Oh, like his head looks too big for it? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Oh shit, he put up another, what was it, Zac Efron Red Hood? 
I don't know if I could hear, like, I picture Jason with a deeper voice now just because of the fucking movie. Shia LaBeouf? No. Not even, Shia LaBeouf. like, not crazy. Like, completely serious actor Shia LaBeouf. No, because the only reason I'd want Shia is because I'd want that one scene of him just, like, throwing Batman the gun with Joker there and him just scream, just do it. That'd be the only reason. And then everyone gives him a round of applause. Damn straight. I picture Zac Efron as, like, Nightwing. I'd like that. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. He's a bit short, though. Is he really? He's, like, 5'3", dude. What? Yeah. You ever see him in real life? Zac Efron's, like, 5' nothing. It's like you put him up against The Rock for that new movie they're doing. Baywatch. It's like, uh... What do you call it? It's like comparing Mario to Luigi. It's not a very good comparison, actually. It's like comparing Mario to Waluigi. Oh, he's 5'8". Yeah, well, not too bad. Still, though. Dude, you know, because Nightwing's, so Nightwing's got to replace, like, Batman later on in the line. Mm. You need someone, like, towering. You need, like... Kid Harrington, I guess. I don't know, how tall is he, actually? He's not that tall, either. Let's look that up, shall we? He's also 5'8". <laughs> oh, okay. Well, no difference. Can you do the outro, oh, please? <laughs> okay, um... Tell the people thanks. Let's see. Even if no one listens. Okay, clean outro. Uh, let's play music. Uh, uh, uh editor. Cut in, put in, uh, You Got a Friend in Me. Instrumental. Okay. Well, everyone? No, instrumental, and they sing. I'm just kidding, but, you know, we had some laughs, Wait, we killed no. some time. I can play Wait. it right now, and the people will hear it, because it plays everything from my computer. I think it'd be easier if you edit it in. Nope. <laughs> Alright, fine. We should keep this in anyways. No, 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 reset. Keep this in. I'm sorry, I, I, I cut your flow. No, 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 keep this in. Keep. I mean, I didn't edit it yet, it could still be in. <laughs> well, I know, it right, could go. still be in. Go, okay. Anyways. Anyway, that's all the time we got today, but, you know, hope you enjoyed us dicking around, having some laughs, killing some time, but this is all, you know, it's a pilot, you know, still kind of rough on the edges, working on the format, you know, trying to filter out the autism, we're working on it. Anyways, this has been, was it CalcoCast? Is that the official name? The CalcoCast, okay. This is, this is the CalcoCast, my name. Candy. My name is Terrence. I'm Robert. <laughs>